Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Wednesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us wherever you may be around the country or around the world. We are ready to have three hours of fun with all of you. Lots of different stories to dive into today. Among them, inflation ticks back up to 3.7%. We need to have a big discussion about exactly what's going on there and why so many of you out in our listening audience, including me and Buck, both feel like your dollar is getting stretched in a way you would not have anticipated. Mexico, my good friends south of the border, in their Congress, Buck is shaking about this, going right, hit him right in the solar plexus. Mexico brought in two different alien uh, carcasses. I, I'm not even making this up. If you haven't seen this video, <laughs> I, I told you aliens are real. Buck doesn't believe it because he hates all fun things. Mexico uh. just boom. Right there, putting the money on the the pesos on the table, so to speak. They brought in this real. You haven't seen this video. They brought in two aliens um, in, in, uh, I guess, like uh, uh, sarcophaguses. I'm not even sure exactly what these are. These are like alien skeletons in some way. I'm just going to say, truth's out there. I'm on the right side here. Uh, This is also a weird story. Um, JFK, one of the Secret Service agents that was running directly behind... Uh, that uh, uh, that convertible in Dealey Plaza back in 1963 now says that he was wrong in some of the details that have come out. Uh, really kind of a fascinating story. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit. Those are fun stories and interesting stories. But we begin, Buck, with the Washington Post. Esteemed newspaper of record in Washington, D.C., and I understand if some of you out there are uh, uh, of the opinion that the Washington Post is complete trash. You don't pay a lot of attention to it. I subscribe to the Washington Post. Both Buck and I have lived in the Washington Post. Um, and 
it is widely read uh, in a major way by everyone in the Washington, D.C. area. And so this is a big deal. This opinion piece came down yesterday evening. It's in today's print edition of the Washington Post. And the headline is this. It is by David Ignatius, who is basically, I would say, the, 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 would you agree with this buck? Like probably the foremost columnist in the Washington Post at this point in terms of influence in the political sphere. If you're talking about Democrat regime media inside the Beltway, Ignatius would be the first name that comes to mind. It's worth reminding everybody he's the one who published the Kizilyak, um, General Flynn conversation based on classified. Someone got a classified transcript and gave it to Ignatius to take down the incoming national security advisor of the Trump administration. Just a bit of history there, but keep going, Clay. The headline is this. President Biden should not run again in 2024. This is an opinion piece. And uh, here's what he says. What I admire most about President Biden is that in a polarized nation, he's governed from the center out as he promised in his victory speech. I'm reading this because it's important to recognize this is written in many ways for Biden himself. Uh, and, and that's an important part about this column. With an unexpectedly steady hand, he passed some of the most important domestic legislation in recent decades. In foreign policy, he managed the delicate balance of helping Ukraine fight Russia without getting America itself into a war. In sum, he has been a successful and effective president. Okay, so he's building up Biden as, oh, you've done an incredible job. I'm reading directly from the column. And then he immediately pivots. But I don't think Biden and Vice President Harris should run for re-election. It's painful to say that, given my admiration for much of what they have accomplished. But if he and Harris campaign together in 2024, I think Biden risks undoing his greatest achievement, which was stopping Trump. A couple of other things uh, in this column. Biden would carry two big liabilities into a 2024 campaign. He would be 82, and according to a recent Associated Press poll, 77% of the public, including 69% of Democrats, think he's too old. Uh, Biden's age isn't just a Fox News trope. It's been the subject of dinner table conversations across America this summer. Ignatius went on Morning Joe and said, which is also the morning, CNN mornings, no one watches. So Morning Joe is regime media for the Democrats. Here's what he said. Play three. This combination of Joe Biden at the top of the ticket um, and the polls show people feel uneasy about somebody uh, who's 82 serving another four-year term. Um, that The combination of that and people's uneasiness is reflected in polls uh, about about the vice president succeeding him. Time is running out. In another month, this, this it's going to be too late to have this conversation. So uh, I, I thought b- before it was locked in stone, it was worth at least raising. So this is why, Clay, I think it's so important. What did we talk about even a couple of days ago? Or all week, actually, we've mentioned. On The View, they're still doing the, I mean, Biden's doing a yeah. great job, right? As they kind of look around to see, to read the room and do other Democrat power centers agree with them. A month is not a lot of time. That's yeah. even tighter. We've been saying December. Uh, I think this is the last gasp of the replace Biden media. 
until they're just going to go all in. I, I don't see another way. Do you think, do you think this could crack the shell? I think this is a big deal. Let me hit you with a couple of more lines here that I thought were interesting from this column. Biden has never been good at saying no. He should have resisted the choice of Harris, who was a colleague of his beloved son, Bo. Uh, he should have stopped his son, Hunter, from joining the board of a Ukrainian gas company and representing companies in China. And he certainly should have resisted Hunter's attempts to impress clients by getting dad on the phone. Every one of these buck lands like a body blow because the Washington Post has in many ways chosen not to cover a lot of this. So if you are in the Washington establishment and you're reading this column, it's almost like there's a lot of news being broken here. Um, and uh, it, it is interesting. Again, he says time's running out. In a month or so, this decision will be cast in stone. It'll be too late for other Democrats, including Harris, to test, the, test themselves in primaries. Here's what I want to hit here, Buck. It's not just Biden shouldn't run. It's that this reads to me like Ignatius is afraid that Biden might step down and Harris will have to be the nominee. Because when he's saying there's only a month, basically, to make this choice, he's also, by default, the conversation that we had uh, yesterday is so interesting here, and maybe it was last week as well, when we said, does Biden like Harris? Because if he did, the precedent would be, hey, in like yeah. June or July of next year, Biden says, Hey, it's time to pass the baton to the next generation. Kamala Harris is the choice. I'm going to get out of the way. She'll take it from here. Because then it's his choice, right? So Ignatius's column is not going to matter at all. It's not going to change anything unless you see everybody else with influence inside the Beltway in D.C. start to adopt the same tune, and yeah. they got to do it. In the next few weeks, everyone who is looking at how elections work in this country is saying you're running out of time here to make a change. So unless Ignatius creates a cascading effect, his column is uh, a last whimper of the I don't really think Joe Biden can get this done chorus. And also, to your point, I don't think Kamala, meaning from the Ignatius perspective, I don't think Kamala could do it either. We got to think about something else here. I don't know if Ignatius is necessarily somebody you'd look to as a great political strategist. He's really a columnist who does a lot of national security stuff, very deep ties to the national security state, the deep state and all that. Um, I don't know if he really understands the complexity that would be involved in an open primary situation. I mean, you would effectively have to have candidates, Clay, who have a couple of months to run. The only and- reason, Buck, and this is key, this is not just about torpedoing Biden. It's really about making sure that Kamala isn't the choice. Because there's a twofold thing here. The other thing I would say here, Buck, is important is, and you know this, and but I bet a lot of people don't think about this, this column isn't decided on 24 hours before it's published. The entire Washington Post editorial board would be sitting around, Buck, saying, is now the time to drop the Biden shouldn't run column? This isn't one of those things, you know, sometimes like Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles tendon and immediately everybody's like, well, we need more grass fields. Like you're not reacting immediately to an incident and pinning a column. This is planned. I bet they've been talking about this for months and they decided the time to drop it is right after Labor Day, right in the mix of September based on the timing. Well, but this then goes to 
do you see, you will see it, if all of a sudden, I'm calling this right now, if in the next week or so on The View there, you know, guys, we have all these great candidates who, all these great possibilities, or hey, let's have Gavin Newsom, or, you know, CNN, and all, if, if the machinery starts to all move as one away from Biden, you'll know. If it doesn't happen, there's no there's no option. And he even understands that. It's got to happen here quickly or there's yep. no option. I would give someone now betting odds 10 to 1 on this, okay? Joe Biden's going to be the nominee because it's so difficult to pull off something else. The part of it that you're pointing to I think is so interesting is he's even more worried about Kamala because yes. under a normal situation it would be well, you know, maybe, you know, if something happens, you know, to Joe's health or whatever, you got a vice president who will just step in. Um, the other part of this that you can see in the, in the column, Clay, is what's his solution? He doesn't, he doesn't, yeah. Well, but, but what, you know, and he went on Morning Joe. I actually watched the clip, not the whole show. I, I saw the clip and they said, uh, Mika was like, well, who should be the one who's ready to step forward? And he's like, I don't know. The democratic process figure that, figures that out. Yeah. Eh, wrong. You got to actually know. Who's going to step in here? The people who have been writing in and calling us all or calling on uh, on the show and, and writing in for a year now saying, guys, there's a plan to make it, you know, Michelle Obama to come back and run. I don't that's not going to happen. But that at least is a plan that you could try to execute on. Right. That at least yeah. would Ignatius is basically just saying, guys, it can't be Biden or Kamala, but I don't know what we're going to do here, which is not going to work. The timing on this is also interesting, Buck, because there's an editorial from RFK Jr. today calling out the lack of fairness in the Democrat primary system in the Wall Street Journal. So it makes me think that there's also the possibility, I want all of you to put this in the back of your head, I think RFK Jr. could run third party or he could officially announce that he's leaving the Democrat party because his entire thrust of his editorial, Buck, is the Democrat process is broken inside of the primary system and so democracy is not being served who who does he help if he runs third he will not win i will whatever bets on wants to place he's not going to win a third party candidacy so then it just turns into who does he think he's helping or hurting in that process well i would just point this out and some people may think it's crazy what if he decided to leave the democrat party and trump picked him as his vp well that be, i mean that's interesting right I mean, if you are a disruptor and you are Trump and RFK Jr. is going to come over to your side and say Democrats are not allowing the full Democrat process, but Republicans will. And so I'm trying to unite the country. And this is a unity ticket to me that I mean, I understand. Like, I'm pretty sure he said he doesn't like Trump and he disagrees with him on a lot of things. Am I missing something? I, I mean, how many people did Trump put in his cabinet who said they didn't like Trump and they disagreed with him on a lot of things? No, actually, if you said you disliked Trump and disagreed with him, you were more likely to be in Trump's cabinet. <laughs> that's just a fact, everybody. But I think it's actually a testament to Trump that he will uh, accept people changing their opinions, right? There are well, so many people, people out there. Yeah, people out there get this wrong all the time. They're like, you know, they're like, you're insufficiently supportive of Trump. He'll never. No, there's always room on the Trump train, yeah. according to Trump. If you want yeah. to get on the Trump train and you want to be pushing in the right direction, hop on in. He's fine. I give it. I give Trump credit because there's a lot of politicians out there that hold grudges forever. Trump, even if you said awful things about him in 16 and 20, 
if you eventually ended up on the Trump train, he's like, hey, it's a, it's a big, it's a big train. You know, I'll forgive and forget all sorts of things in the past. I'm just putting this out there. The timing of the Biden shouldn't run and RFK Jr. editorials while in two different newspapers, the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal suggests that there may be some blockbuster drama still out there to be had before we end up potentially with a rematch in 2024. Team at MyPillow manufactures products that make your home so much more comfortable and cozy. Sheets, pillows, slippers, mattress covers, pet beds, you name it, they've got it. Lately, they've got a great deal. Six-piece towel set, two bath, two hand, and two washcloths, typically retailing for $79.98. Right now, price is cut in half to just $39.99 when you enter the promo code Clay and Buck. Towels made with USA cotton, extremely absorbent, same time providing the soft feel you want in a towel. Remember, you need to use our names as the promo code Clay and Buck to take advantage of the 50% in savings. Last time my pillow put these towels on sale, they sold out faster than a Taylor Swift concert. That's a good line. Well done. Uh, so get on over to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square to get a 50% off deal. MyPillow.com, 800-792-3269. MyPillow.com, code Clay and Buck. Making sense in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience, and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights 
to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Morning Joe, a great example of it. We have a Democrat president. We have a Democrat TV show on in the morning to tell you about how brilliant everything Democrats are doing and how Donald Trump is the end of the world as we know it. And we are not still fine. Here is Morning Joe, Mr. Scarborough, and uh, his co-host slash wife, um, talking about the reality of Biden's age. Play it. Everybody we talk to, every political discussion, it talks a lot about Trump. But when it comes to Joe Biden, people say, man, he's too old to run, isn't he? I mean, he's not going to he's not really going to run every discussion. When I say every discussion, I don't mean 99 percent of the discussion, every discussion. We got it. I asked Reverend Al if he was hearing it all the time on our show this past week. He's hearing it as well. So, you know, we often will complain about Republicans who will say one thing about Donald Trump off the air and another on air. Well, let me just say, Democrats off the air will say Joe Biden's too old. Why is he running? On the air, they won't say that. Clay, this is this is the crack. Yeah. This is the moment where there could be a decision made. You know, the smoke-filled room, et cetera, et cetera. There could be a change. I still don't believe it's going to happen. This is where cowardice factors in. Most media are cowards. And they're looking out for their ability to stay employed because they're trying to make a living like anybody else. And when I say the cowardice, they look over their shoulder and they look around them and they move as a herd. And so that's why this Washington Post story, which I think has been planned for months, dropping right here after Labor Day, right as everybody starts to pivot their attention towards the uh, 2024 election, the timing itself, then they go on Morning Joe, they talk about the column, and what it does is it it, it opens up the so-called Overton window, right, where suddenly you can discuss should Biden be the choice. And underlying all this, Buck, I don't think you can underrate it, I think these polls do have an impact because Biden is not trouncing Trump, and Biden's number one calling card is I beat Trump in 20, I'll beat him in 24 again. That's his pitch. Could our currency system see a massive change in the year ahead? Well, if you ask former Wall Street insider and digital currency expert Tika Tiwari, he'd tell you it's very likely we'll hear of such an announcement from our federal government. According to Tiwari, the currency we carry around might be replaced with a new digital version that will be radically different from what you have right now. Tika Tiwari is warning that the official announcement could come in the next few months. He's exposing this government plan in a video and showing you the three steps you need to take to prepare. See it for yourself online. It's easy. 
You just go to dollarrecall.com to watch this video and learn what Tika sees ahead. That website is dollarrecall.com. Central bank digital currency is something people have been concerned about for years, but Tika Tawari wants you to prepare for this eventuality so that you're in the best possible position. You'll learn about it at dollarrecall.com, paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Lots of reaction rolling in to the question of whether or not Joe Biden will be on the ticket in 2024. And the underlying attack on Kamala Harris, because as we have been talking about, if if you accept that Joe Biden is too old, he'll be 82 next year, uh, when the election is theoretically going to take place. He'll be 82 being sworn in in 2025 in January. The, the logical conclusion, if you think the Biden administration has done a good job, but Joe Biden is too old, is, hey, let's just go ahead and elevate Kamala Harris. But the panic is actually, I don't think, necessarily exclusively about Biden's age. It's the idea that if Biden steps down, Kamala is the next man or next woman in this case up. And that actually weakens the Democrat argument because Kamala is a uniquely poorly skilled politician. So when Ignatius is writing this column in the Washington Post saying Biden needs to not run in 24, the timing on this is designed to kneecap Kamala too, because then they can have an open primary. Because otherwise, Buck, and we've been hammering this for a couple of years now, it would be racist and sexist if the black female vice president under the identity politics standards of the Democrats is not the nominee in 2024 if Biden doesn't run. Yeah, that's that's clearly the case. And when you look at uh, what is going to be the difference maker as a voting block, voting demographics in the key states, we've talked about this. It's in Democrat-leaning states, the uh, black turnout is going to be absolutely essential. Uh, and, and in some states that are a little more on the red, red side, you know, Arizona and, um, uh, you know, well, Georgia is its own, its own situation, but Arizona and Nevada, um, you're going to have to have white suburban voters come out in strong numbers for Trump, right? So you're looking at the, at the constituencies and what's really going to be the determining factor. The Democrat party cannot afford to alienate the black vote in any year and certainly in this year, and I don't see how they would avoid that by saying, we think Kamala's great, first black female vice president. But this Gavin Newsom guy is like really fun to hang out with. Like I just don't think that's gonna, uh, that's not gonna fly. And I think Ign- Ignatius, look, I keep pointing this out. He's a national security columnist. He's not a deeply, um, strategic or, or, you know, strategy minded politico. I think he's just reacting to the, morning joe comment or rather it's all tied in together the cocktail party chatter among democrats is oh my god joe biden is too old he looks decrepit what are we going to do about this but they don't have an answer they don't have if they had an answer this would have already been solved by now right they would do something else they would have another plan this is the least bad option for them is letting the incumbent president continue to stay in his role and just try to have the media. And remember, it's going to be a a very different election year, Clay. The four indictments against Trump, whether one of them happens, zero or, you know, 
I don't think all four, I agree, all four aren't going to happen. But, you know, whatever number of these trials actually go forward, or even if none of them go forward, they'll be talked about incessantly. And that's going to change the political climate in ways that might make it possible for a uniquely weak candidate. I mean, there are a lot of people that say Hillary Clinton was a very unlikable candidate. That was always the thing with them. Big name recognition, big resume, sort of. She did have a big resume, but, I mean, how she got it's a whole other question. Um, but the point is, you know, Hillary Clinton wasn't some talented politician. She was really riding on the coattails of Bill Clinton, who was a much more skilled politician than his wife. And, you know, you look at this situation, and I think Democrats view it as, what can the machinery of the DNC and the Democrat corporate legacy media accomplish here? And that's very different from... You know, do we have a once in a generation Democrat political talent? The answer is clearly no. Yeah. And let me point this out too. Uh, another story in the New York Times this morning. If you've been paying attention to some of the polls and I understand people out there say polls are worthless. Actually, actually, uh, polls have been in 2020 and 2022 of varying quality as always. But what is moving in a consistent direction, and this is the argument out there, and the data has reflected this in the in the elections in 18, 20, and 2022, minorities have been abandoning the Democrat Party. And if you look at Biden's struggles against Trump in polling... Which minorities? All of them. All of them. There's a great article uh, in the, uh, in the, po- in the uh, New York Times today talking about... Black, Hispanic, Asian, the number of Asian uh, uh, voters is small, so the sample size is obviously, as a result, smaller as well. But the data reflects, if you look, remember the argument in 16 was that Trump is so racist. Yeah, yeah. but but if you look at the the demographics, Clay, the the only minority voting bloc that will make a difference based on what we saw in 2020 would be the the black vote and then the sort of white... um, Suburban vote. Asian and, and Hispanic why, voters aren't going to determine this election. The Gerdusky argument is so interesting in that respect. Uh, cause unless you put Nevada and Arizona and let's say New Mexico in play, which Nevada was close. Obviously Arizona was very close. New Mexico, I was looking at it like a nine or ten point, uh, Biden win. Unless that Hispanic community moves in such a way that the Southwest becomes in play, then the math doesn't really add up, although Arizona and Nevada are in play. But what's interesting is, and this is why the Biden people are still somewhat confident, the most reliable voters for Joe Biden in terms of remaining steadfast according to the polling averages, white voters. White college-educated voters are diehard right now to Joe Biden. And we've talked a lot about this, Buck, In terms of the percentages that are moving, the data reflects that Hispanic voters are the ones who might change their vote in 2020, in 2024. White people, according to the data, on uh, both Republican and Democrat sides, if we have a rematch, are basically locked and loaded. There's very few of them that are going to be, according to the data, willing to move. The Hispanic voter is uh, is potentially altering, and what they point to is turnout. The turnout election in 2024, there is some numbers that suggest that people who bought into what Biden was selling, who are black, Hispanic, and Asian, 
may not be as likely necessarily to change their vote as just not to show up. I do think we are all of these polls. Right now, primary polls are interesting because we're in the middle of the primary, and you're actually seeing what the different can now. It's less of a horse race than many anticipated on the Republican side, that's for sure. So maybe it's not interesting in that sense, but we can actually evaluate what's going on because the contest is underway. The general election has not started yet, and we have not. So all of these numbers that we're seeing of people shifting here or there, Clay, you and I know, the stuff that they are going to run, I mean, remember, now they've got, they. I'm just preparing everybody. They're going to be putting their photos up everywhere. They're going to have them talking about how Donald Trump betrayed them, how they did this for Donald Trump. Uh, this isn't happening right now. And you're saying, well, Buck, why do you think this is going to happen? Well, of course it's going to happen against Donald Trump in the general election, right? And as much as we would like to think that that stuff is unfair or won't move the needle, the lesson of 2022, and I have not heard a compelling argument from anyone otherwise, is that with some of these key voting demographics, that is a problem for Republicans. Yeah. The January 6th stuff, showing people on the cap, all of that. Now, fair or unfair, that's an opinion, and we can talk about that, and we will talk about that, but as a tactic, is it effective? They haven't even unrolled that. And when you add that to Donald Trump, you know, that it has a huge rallying effect to him in the primary. We don't know what it's going to do in the general. So these are just the, the ways that I think we're, we're flying we're blind early in the process. Yeah. And, and by the way, other detail is that Biden has started a $25 million ad buy. Earliest reelection ad buy on record. Which suggests again that they're not very comfortable with those numbers and how they're looking. And so they're going to start trying to define Biden already. Uh, $25 million buy in all of the battleground states. Some of you may have seen it. They ran ads during the opening Thursday night football game, the NFL game, uh, for Joe Biden to debut his reelection campaign months and months earlier than anybody else who's running for re-election has ever started those campaigns and those ad buys. So, you're right. Uh They are going to spend billions, truly, yes. and that doesn't even count, obviously, all the free media they're going to get, but billions of dollars in ad purchases. What What determines elections these days is not policies, is not record, it is warring, political propaganda machines that are spending billions of dollars. That's what, at a national presidential election level, that is actually what is going to push that last 1% of the vote that we're expecting to be fought over here in about four or five states um, in one direction or the other. So, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, we live in interesting times. Isn't that the proverb? May we live in interesting times? We do. That's the good news. Oh, no doubt. It's going to be crazy. Are you looking for a natural boost in your day? Something other than another cup of coffee or an energy drink? Consider trying Chalk Daily Supplements. They're formulated for both men and women, but they've got something called the Male Vitality Stack, which helps us guys out with a little problem that happens. You know, as we age, I've seen this too, you get a little blood test done, you see your testosterone levels, they're not going to be what they were when you're 25. That's just biological medical reality for guys in their 40s, 50s, 60s. This low energy can make you, or rather this low level can make you low energy and can make you feel sluggish. You just can't get out of first gear. Well, the leading ingredient in Chalk's male vitality stack has been proven in studies to replenish testosterone levels in most men by some 20% over three months time. Give it a try and see if you feel the difference. 
Find Chalk products online at Chalk.com. It's spelled C-H-O-Q.com. You can save 35% on the Chalk subscription you choose when you use my name, Buck, in your purchase process. Again, that's spelled C-H-O-Q.com. And use my name, Buck, for 35% savings. Get out of first gear and hook yourself up with Chalk Supplements and the Male Vitality Stack. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable, Visit gcu.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. Healthlock.com. Healthlock.com. Oh, man. I, I'm looking at it now. 
Oh, Clay, you and your UFO people, I got to say. This is, this is I, just more anti-Mexican uh, uh, talking points from right-wing media. I'm just, I'm just, this is racism. This is racism just, rearing well, its It is head. interesting how much they're not talking about the Mexican aliens. They're talking about only about UFO and UFO experts. I'm like, well, but it's not actually a UFO. It's actually an alien life form. But you can tell there's a hesitancy for the headlines to be Mexican alien because, you know, alien in meaning an alien in Mexico or Mexico's alien corpse that they are showing everybody. But, you know, I think there's some sensitivities around these things. Um, they have UFO expert displays supposed non-human alien corpse in mexico's congress and <laughs> i can't believe this actually ha- i can't believe this is actually happening mexico's congress had this guy come forward it looks like a it looks kind of like a tiny et but et definitely needs a few cheeseburgers like et has been he's taken the keto thing a little too far he's a little shriveled up he's a little small and uh he he somehow does look very much like we're all told aliens are supposed to look um they say the they presented these not supposedly non-human corpses to thousand poly- year old thousand year old non-human corpses is what they say um so this is how yeah. the pyramids got built i mean it's all coming together and you're just a hater um it, this is x-rays uh, this is the x-rays of the specimen supposedly show that one of the bodies has eggs inside so, look, this this is the start of a great sci-fi movie, I will tell you, you know, um, Los los UFOs. Um, but uh, I don't think that this is actually going to silence the uh, the skeptics out there, Clay. I think when we see this this version of E.T. they've presented uh, in this little, it kind of looks like a little coffin, um, which I guess they're being, they want to be respectful of the little alien life forms. That's, I can't think of anything more respectful than bringing them to the Mexican Congress with drapes on them and pulling the drapes. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, they have, I guess they're sarcophagus. I, I don't know how you would sarcophagi. I'm not sure exactly what the plural is, but they bring in the, uh, the alien life forms, thousand year old alien life forms. And then they have like a, uh, like a, uh, some sort of cover over them. And then they just rip the, <laughs> they rip the cover off and they're, they're right there. And so all the haters, I understand all of you out there right now, like, oh, aliens haven't been to Earth. Clay, you're crazy. It's a big win for us. Mexico, Mexico is not afraid of the truth. Mexico is willing to spend their time in Congress on far more serious issues like the future of human civilization. Meanwhile, we're out here debating, you know, whether Joe Biden should be impeached in America. I this is know. this. I'm, I'm pro Mexico on this. So these aliens were able to get here a thousand years ago, but no other aliens have managed to make the trip. It's just it's just these aliens. No, there's tons that- of aliens. But your government is hiding all the aliens that have been here before. And I'm just I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, big anti-alien uh, lobbying entities are crumbling right now. This has been a big this has been a big year for the UFO community. Like we got all the different videos the last couple of years. Uh, even the United States government's not fighting this anymore. You, you know they and had the you, biggest search ever for the Loch Ness monster while I was in Scotland. I, I heard about this, and, and people were asking. You me. covered they said, up. You covered they, up that 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 they found probably Nessie well, I mean, while you were there. They asked me, and I said I can neither confirm nor deny that maybe what I was the there. On a secret, You've never been on a to Scotland. CIA mission and then, to find the Loch Ness monster. 
you show up in Scotland at the exact time that the biggest search for Nessie has ever occurred. And then you come back and you're like, oh, aliens, Loch Ness Monster. No, I, I don't actually, let me be, in an interest of continuing to bolster my own credibility, I'm not a Nessie guy. Not a Nessie guy. I am an aliens have visited the United States and the world in general guy. If you could pick one to be real, just for the purposes of how mind-blowing it would be, Loch Ness Monster, Abominable Snowman slash Sasquatch slash Bigfoot, a little tiny alien alien life form that is now in a tiny bed in Mexico. Oh, that aliens would change things in a big way. I'm more inclined to believe in the Bigfoot than I am in the Loch Ness Monster. But aliens, no doubt. I mean, that would be an easy call for me. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. All right, we're going to talk about real news here in a second. Other than the very real news. Just, of, I mean, just sorry. show a little respect for Mexico. Yeah. That's all I'm The asking. little tiny alien body. You guys got to look at it yourself. It looks it looks like E.T. Except it's another reason we need the wall, by the way, to keep the Mexican aliens out. The actual Mexican aliens, not the illegal aliens. I'm pretty sure the UFOs could fly over the wall, but that's a whole other conversation. Not if the planes crash. <laughs> all right, so we're going to get into some other stuff here, including... Uh, a story out of Washington, D.C. about the crime situation there that we want to talk to you about. Plus, the CDC wants everybody six months and up to get a COVID shot. That, the latest COVID shot. We're going to get into this. Stick around. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.